Well, hey, it is episode four. Four. Uh, welcome to Off the Fence with Mickey and Minnie. No. Are you Mickey? And Minnie? <laughs> I guess I'm Mickey. Well, I would. I, I, I Okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> So we have a guest today. I'm excited about this. Uh, so if you're tuning in for the first time, what we're doing is we're going to get off the fence on one, some food first. Sweet. Uh, so we have a special guest with us today, Rhonda. It's Hello. so good to have you here. Thank Yay. you. Um, but we're going to start with food because that's how we should always start. And I know that as we get to know your story here in a little bit, the, yeah, yes, yes. You change lives with food. Yes, you do. So, okay. So here's what we got. We got breakfast burritos. I'm not going to tell you where they're from. Uh but we're, there's three, and and well, I should say they are fast food locations. They're, they're, this this is not uh, grandma's homemade whatever. This is fast food. So here's the agenda: you take a bite or have as much as you want. I'll probably eat all of mine and probably all of yours. But anyways, uh, and then decide. There's no on the fence stuff. Okay. Which one's the best? So let's let's keep going. Okay. okay, you can get get your, and you can start with whatever you want. Thank you. And uh, we'll try to eat as much in the microphone as possible, get the munching okay. and the grossness. There'll be people like literally who will stop. Okay, I'm going to start with the, this. Afraid I'll get oh. on the mic. Yum. I love a good breakfast burrito. Hmm. That is uh, a... We all started with the same one. And cheap. That's funny. Did we really? Mm-hmm. That's mediocre. I think what I just <gasps> took a bite of. David. It was moist, had cheese, sausage. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. this, this one. This one has potatoes. I'm dropping food all over the place. Mm. There's like a taste. And fall apart. And then there's a texture situation going on. Like yeah. I would vote one because of taste, but one because of texture. How gross is it in the microphone? Mm. Well, don't <clears throat> do it. I know. <laughs> all right. Does it count how much you wear? I, I dropped mm. some on the floor. All right. So if we don't have my Oh, school, bummer. You know what? Oh, shoot. This one's got bacon. Oh, that's the first thing I noticed, too. Yeah, but so they're it's not all really dry. Treated equal. Mm. Oh, there was one dry. Mm-hmm. And I'm disappointed because mm. I know where this one was from. Oh. I'm telling you, I am a connoisseur. Anything with bacon wins, though. See, that's what this is going to be unfair. Mm, but really I think drying. Right. I think I'm ready. Dry. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I'm gonna look. I have to. I'm gonna look. I've got them ordered. I've got a big mouth. I've got them ordered. Big best, time. middle, last. Oh. So the best, Taco John's. I knew you were gonna say that. See, because that, that's a texture thing. Like everything was, nothing was dry. But my favorite is the McDonald's one. But it's because it's comfort to me. Because that's McDonald's breakfast burrito is like home for me. The Taco Bell one. I love Taco, Taco Bell. Taco Bell was my oh. middle one. Oh, Taco, Taco John's. Bell was my least favorite Taco one. John's, Taco Bell, and then The yeah, Taco Bell McDonald's. one was really dry for me. The Taco dry. Bell one had bacon in it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that almost moved up, but it didn't. Yeah, it's too dry. The the Taco John's- I'm is, somewhat offended. Is really <laughs> tasty. The McDonald's one, though, is my favorite by far. But is it really? It's like that's McDonald's breakfast ate. burritos are like my- I think because it was softer. It's so dried softer out. So, Rhonda, you literally make food for other people. What's what's the best one of those three? I understand that they're... It, it goes to a place that I never... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, never drive through. McDonald's. 
Huh? McDonald's is your both of yours first. McDon- McDonald's mainly because I mean, if you think about it, you're it's a drive-through. You're you're wanting a burrito so that you can mm-hmm. eat in the car. Right, right. So if right. I want the burrito to eat in the car, I don't want it all over the place yes. because then I'd have to find the bacon that mm. dropped on the floor because you can't waste the bacon. <laughs> right. And then I could get in, in a car accident, and so I. Yeah. It's amazing how you guys think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, both of you are wrong, but it's it's fine. It's. <laughs> You're judging off a of bacon, though, and that was the driest one. But it's interesting how you both are thinking yeah. that uh, what, what you're putting into the equation is the convenience of the actual burrito. That's It's just fascinating to me. Our it's human way. behavior. Yeah, like, you have to. Because I would agree, of all of them, the McDonald's one was the easiest to uh-huh. eat because it had the least amount of stuff in it. Mm, true. And I would think it was the least but that's why, cheesy. That's why you get them like two for one. That's why they sell them that way. Yeah, so if I wanted a really good burrito... I would have made it before I left the house. <laughs> we probably should have had you do that, but so. we love you so much that we wanted you to have some time off. Yeah. I, the Taco Bell, Taco Bell is my favorite fast food restaurant. The night that I knew David was going to propose to me, he asked where I wanted to go eat and I told him Taco Bell. And I even knew that he was going to propose to me. And I still was like, I don't care, propose to me at Taco Bell. We didn't go to Taco Bell. But I, I love it. I have a long-standing relationship with that place. That's funny because... But it was my least favorite. David and I did not eat at our wedding. And we were vis- going to visit someone in the hospital. And because we did not eat, we drove through <gasps> the McDonald's. No <laughs> way. <laughs> to get, <laughs> to really get wedding dinner. <laughs> it's really hard when you yes. are the like guest of honor, mm. though, because everybody wants to talk. I'm just going to keep eating. Yes. So that was convenience as well. Mm-hmm. Henceforth, the drive-thru. Do you remember what you got? Was it McRib season? Oh, no. I don't, I I've never had a McRib. Way beyond. I, <laughs> I watched season. the making of the McRib the other day. I could never have a McRib now. I am sorry. Oh. I've never I, I watched like- How it's made? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's not even rib. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's, <all over laughs> no. me. it's literally it's like molded. It's kind of like, yeah, bologna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well- yeah. We just ruined that for everyone. Yeah. Thank you for indulging- uh, on Those were good. I was starving. So what's interesting, so I ate more, um, all of them. Uh, so I originally put McDonald's at last because Taco Bell had bacon in it. Mm-hmm. But the more I ate it, the drier it was. It just, which doesn't make sense how bacon, it shouldn't, anyways. It wasn't the, fresh bacon, babe. It's I the pre-cooked. Yeah. Okay. It's so, the pre-cooked. the pre the pre-cooked. So yeah. the Taco Bell one, in the end, I would move to the back of the line, <laughs> even though it had bacon, which is so frustrating for me to say out loud. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it was dry. The, bacon the, can't save the world. So I would go Taco John's, McDonald's, okay. Taco Bell. So you're still wrong, but you've come closer to where we are. And, it's, and I would agree that the Taco John's is super messy. Yeah. Yes. Comparatively speaking. Yeah. It had a lot more I, in it, though. It but I got to tell you, what they did is they put those hash browns in there, and that's like crack well, cocaine to me. Olays. I mean, <laughs> if I knew what crack cocaine was, yeah. which I don't, but if I did, that's, that's what it would be. probably what it would be like. I would have to have chocolate in it if it was crack cocaine. Mm. <laughs> well, Rhonda, thanks for joining us. Uh, now that we're off the fence on breakfast burritos, uh, which I'm just to acknowledge right now. So full right now. I don't know McDonald's. if I've... I don't know if I've ever had a breakfast burrito that you've made. I guarantee you it's better than oh, everything yeah, we just 100%. ate. Um, so what people may not know is your story. And that's why we, goal number one 
is that people hear your story Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give it a title. There is a difference in life between risk and faith. Um, Sometimes we, especially if you're a follower of Jesus and there's something in us that I think is, it's it's also taught that we should live by faith, live by faith. and, And we do, we live by faith, but it is so easy for things to get crossed and we're not living by faith. We're living by risk. And God has actually has not called us to live by risk. He's not saying, in fact, one of the uh, temptations of Jesus was basically, hey, Jesus, jump off this cliff and, 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 and be saved, which is risk. Mm-hmm. That's one of the temptations of the devil is to get us to believe we are living by faith, but we've just taken uh, an adventure, which adventures are great or fine typically, but... So your story, let me go back, let's go, let's go to the beginning. When I would say the beginning is, you didn't used to do what you're currently doing. Correct. What were you doing? I was teaching, which oh. I love. I love teaching. Okay. What were you teaching? I was teaching third grade at the time. My mom was my third grade teacher. We have a third grader right now, and that is no joke, being a third grade teacher. Okay. He's exciting. So to be a third grade teacher, that meant you went to college. Yes. <laughs> so, sometimes, sometimes I wonder because well, <laughs> so kind t- of teach by number kind of thing now. Okay, so so tell me a little bit about like so when when did you decide to be a teacher and 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 you obviously then eventually went to get schooling to get to be a teacher and so a little bit of non trad. We were living actually in Germany, and I was involved. The kids were in school and okay. nothing else to do, so we I. PTA president, all of those things. And then someone said, hey, you should sub. And I'm like, hey, I could be here at the school and get paid. You know, what's better <laughs> better than that? So started teaching from there, uh, you know, as far as going to school and subbing and so forth. And the teachers there just really encouraged me to go back to school mm. because, you know, it had been mm, 20-something years okay. since I had been to school. Okay. And so it was a little bit of a scary Sure for that and but but I loved it I loved being in the school and finished out when we moved to to South Dakota okay. and so um yeah then received my double major elementary and special ed nice and in 2009 graduated uh and started teaching from there cool until God spoke hmm. to me in 2016 okay <laughs> so you're on this path teaching yeah. And and doing that thing and and you had people in your life kind of encourage it and it made sense to you and so you did it and it was good and but then there is called a fork of the road turn I don't know how you re- reference fork it in the road. tsunami I don't I don't <laughs> we all have our own way of describing major changes in our lives mm-hmm. but I would love to hear just from you what what changed what happened what you're teaching and then you're not so I love teaching, like I said, continue to teach um, and just really spending spending more time in the word doing I was doing a, a study, um, the best yes, Ooh. looking mm-hmm. at what you're saying yes to, mm. what you're saying no to. And I know Katie can agree that we are yesers okay. and it just comes naturally. We say yes to so many things and just spent like the whole day um, praying and God you know, was speaking to me that I want, I want you to take the things that you love. You love people and you love food. Said nothing about teaching, but you love people and food. And I want you to bring that together. Hmm. And of course the teacher that I am, 
I wanted to know what it looked like, what's the time frame, all of those details, because that's mm -hmm. where my, my mindset yeah. was, you know, like, okay, I can do this as long as I have a plan. Mm -hmm. And it just, in the past, taking a leap of faith, like jumping into it, which would be more of the risk, yeah. the, the, the jump, <clears throat> this was, God says, I want you to take a step. I want mm. blindly take a step mm -hmm. of faith, knowing that this is what he called me to do, but not knowing what that looked like. Okay. Um, and that, it, it, it was scary in the sense because you can't see and you don't have the plan, mm -hmm. but at the same time, the reassurance of God has called me to do this mm -hmm. And he will be with me every step of the way. And that's where I needed to do. It, mm. it, it wasn't a question. The question was more of how and what it looks like, okay. not whether to do it or ah. not. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was, it was, it was just taking that one step. And the scariest part was telling people. Really? Because when you tell people, it was like official. Gotcha. And so when you started sharing with people, that's when failing mm -hmm. is, is likely because people know that this is what God has called you to do. So if you don't do it, mm -hmm. then what? Yeah. And Almost a sense of accountability too, though, because then they're going to ask you, hey, how that's going? How is that going? And you're yes. like, ah! <laughs> and so every, every step, mm -hmm. um, just spending more time in the word and just allowing God to, 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 to be that next step instead mm -hmm. of me saying, okay, I'm going to walk this way. Um, and not to say that I didn't, um, because I, I did put in um, my notice at the end of the school year, <clears throat> but I also knew surrounding, you surround yourself, you're not doing this by yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so surround your yourself with people that are, are, are godly and are walking their life out with the Lord and share with them what you're what you're wanting to do and you know some of that is safety too that you know they're not going to criticize you right um, yeah but you need you should be surrounding with counsel christian counsel mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and how do you walk this out and so uh, john mm -hmm. with love inc actually yeah. had his student in my classroom okay and he was the very first person that i shared hey i'm a little nervous telling you this because you're child is in my classroom, but I don't want to teach anymore. God's not calling me to teach anymore. It's only November, but it's okay. The rest of school, you'll be good. Um, and just being able to, to open up there and know that John was praying for me mm -hmm. and to give me wisdom, you know, as far as a nonprofit and, and say, you must be profitable. And I thought, well, that's kind of an oxymoron. Mm -hmm. How can you, you want to give yeah. and give, give away, but you can't continue to give if you aren't able to bring something back. Mm -hmm. uh, and so mm -hmm. business-wise. Yep, yep, yep. And so anyways, that was just a big part, just continuously surrounding yourself and sharing what, what God has called and knowing that the next step is scary mm. and that it it is about faith and knowing – that reassuring piece, knowing that this is what God has called you to do. So there's no question about it. You know, yeah. God hasn't called me to step off of a ledge. Right. You know, mm -hmm. because I do have some common sense and I know there'd be a lot of prayer time to go, are you sure you want me to do this? Right, right. <laughs> um, maybe 
It, I would question if he wanted me to put my son on an altar. I would. Yeah. I, I'd be spending some time in prayer with that. But being able to pull people together, people and food, and everyone likes food, whether it is from McDonald's, amen, <laughs> or from Taco Bell, and so any any fed, you know, Jesus was was bringing people together with food as well, mm-hmm. going to homes yeah. and sitting down and having a conversation with them. And th- that was the commonality mm. um, piece. And so just continuing to walk this out, um, my sister-in-law from Florida shared, hey, when you come down for Thanksgiving, you have to go to this place called Mosaic, okay. and it's a pay-what-you-can cafe. And that was one of the first glimpse of, of sight. I felt like God mm. saying, okay, mm. here's a picture that you can see, something yeah. tangible. Um, and because of your f- faith, willing to not put it all in your court, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to give you a glimpse mm. of what, yes. what this looks like. And each piece of that, um, throughout the journey, each time I see that I <clears throat> take a little pride in what I've accomplished, Yeah. Um, God says, oh no, yep. mm-hmm. that is <laughs> that is not you whatsoever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see the biggest growth through this is when I completely surrender and like, Lord, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the next step is. And it's not what you've called me to do. You've not called me to know the next step. You've, you've mm-hmm. called me to have that faith, to trust you and that you are in control and that you have whatever avenue is next. And it is amazing how God, after releasing that and and putting that down and and allowing God to do what what he wants to do in your life, Mm. that you can see him. You can see him all around. And Mm. so, you know, from... Well, hold on, hold on. Uh, Because... I'm purposefully trying to annoy some of the people listening and watching right now. Okay. Because they don't, they still, just so you know, we've not yet touched on the very specific details of what you do. Okay. I, this is on purpose because I think we need to see this. This is a part of on the fence stuff. We want to know, <clears throat> excuse me, we want to know like years down the road before we offer our yes or our no. Mm-hmm. And what if, it, whether, I hope people caught this because you just spelled out what it's like to follow God and what it should be like to follow God. Mm. Um, it was not just a new adventure. God spoke to you. Mm. Uh, and I don't hear, I don't think it was an audible voice. It was more of a thought, more of a something had entered your mind <clears throat> and you began to wrestle with it and you began to process it, but it was enough. And tell me if I'm wrong, that you begin saying, I think this might be God talking to me. I think he's stirring something in me. Also, <clears throat> as Katie and I have talked about, you had training and schooling and, and teaching. And there's this illusion that maybe all of that was for naught. That was a waste of time. You should not have gone that direction. And what I want people to hear is, no, I believe that was preparation for what you're doing now. And even though your education is in some formal something, this and that, whatever, it ends up being for any of us, there is a process that God lets us go through mm-hmm. That as long as it's not sinful, which it wasn't, I think it's it's building you and prepping you and doing something in you, whether it's specific to the education world in your case, or just the relationships you're doing, the skills you were developing, all that kind of stuff. I just think it's important. Someone's going, how do I know the difference between faith and risk? One is where it starts. Mm. 
and it started with God. Yes. It didn't start with, I just want something new in my life. Right? Am I? Am, yeah. I don't. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Okay. I so, do. I do. Like many, I'm sure, ask for that neon sign, <laughs> really big, and you know, something that knocks or rings. And it wasn't that at all. It mm. was that God speaking to you, mm. um, not screaming, not yeah. big signs, um, and just continuously in 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 my ear. This this is where I want you to go, and mm. I I have you in every step cool. of the way. Yeah. So now. What do you do now? Now. What do you spend your life doing right now? I spend my life... <laughs> food. <That's> food. <laughs> um, I spend my, my days at the cafe. So it is okay. a pay-what-you-can cafe, which means anyone and everyone that comes to the doors gets a chance to eat. Um, so it's about food because that's what brings everyone to, right. together and brings everyone to the table. But it goes beyond that. It is about the conversations that you have and the relationships that are mm. built at that table. And so people from all walks of life. So whether you're a lawyer, judge, whether you're a mom, whether you have a home, whether you don't have a home, mm. are welcome. So all are welcome mm. to come in and just build community at the table through food. Has it been easy? No, <laughs> it's COVID season, too. I know. Uh -huh. <laughs> but even even before that, it's you know my uh, David, my husband said, you know what are you going to do? And the do meant how are you going to make money? Okay, mm -hmm. you know because teachers get paid not a lot. It's an honest question, yeah. And so, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm not sure, but God's mm -hmm. God's got this. Mm -hmm. And then when you I tried to take over the planning because that still came to right. natural for me as the teacher. <laughs> I'm leaving teaching and going to pursue whatever it looked like as a cafe. And he said, "No, I want you to. I want you to spend a year at Cornerstone." And I thought, Lord, you know that's not in the plan that I have written down. Right. <laughs> and Cornerstone Rescue Mission. If people don't know what that is, it's yeah. a rescue mission in our area. That does serve meals. I don't know how. What, what what's the uh, how often? They serve three <clears throat> meals a day: okay. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, anywhere from a hundred to two hundred and fifty each each time. I just think this is an important detail because yeah. you hear from God to start a, and even He shows you. He even shows you. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I want you to make something like this, right? Yes. I, mean, I want you to make a a uh, uh, a cafe that that is pay what you can pay. But then you're now you're at a rescue mission. You're like, that's no, right. this isn't. <laughs> this, it's not on the list. This isn't on the not list. Plan. But I think that's important be, because, again, when we follow God, we net most of our personalities. It doesn't matter what personality you are. You have a tendency to begin to map out how this is going to work. Yes. Yeah. How this is going to put food on your own table. How you're going to pay your bills, but also the process part of it that makes the most sense. The business plan piece to it. Right. But so, so sorry, I don't want to, it's the pastor in me that has to interrupt and say, <laughs> but look, it's, even though God calls us to something, we tend to do it, well, okay, you brought up Abraham, where Abraham gets promised by God, hey, you're going to have generation after generation after generation, and he's like, sweet, and eventually gets tired of the process that God's taken him, and he and his wife usurp the process hmm. because they had their own, like, well, obviously God wants us to do this, and he's not really doing it as we thought, so we're going to make our own way. And you chose not to make your own way. 
Well, I, I definitely thought of it. <laughs> no. I had it laid out. Right. But knowing, you know, several several people came to me and said, you know, hey, you should you should be at Cornerstone. Okay. I actually didn't <clears throat> even interview at this position because several people talked to me about coming and doing this. Okay. And so I said, I'll just go sit and, and have a conversation with the director at the time. And we had this conversation. And before I left... I was hired for the job and we, it it was no interview whatsoever. And so I knew from then as well, like the happenings that was, that Mm. was, that was playing out, like this is where God wants me to be. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't realize, and a lot of times I believe in our life is we are walking through things and we don't see it until the after Mm -hmm. effect, until it is all laid out. And Mm -hmm. then you go, that's what God was doing. That's what yeah. God wanted me to see, wanted me to be. Mm. And I do believe that God wanted me to see the people as people uh. at Cornerstone and not as homeless, the homeless. He wanted me to see food that we as consumers right. that have money, you don't have to excuse my language, but we ask for a lot of crap. Yep. And so yep. when you mm-hmm. don't have a lot of money and you have an abundance of food, like, hey, sure, you can have these eight cakes, does not mean that you should be eating eight cakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that time at Cornerstone really allowed me to see people and the food Mm -hmm. and how how can you love on people in a healthier way. It's beautiful. I love it too, because we so often see detours. That, That to me would have been a detour. Yes. We often see them as kind of an inconvenience or a just waiting and waiting and waiting, but God doesn't waste anything. And he was teaching you as you, as you, as you went. And it's you looking at him for each next step. And he was able to use that because then you, I know, I know the story and I know that you connected with so many people that have been changed because of the work God's done in the cafe, Mm -hmm. but it started during your time, your season at Cornerstone. I love that. Yes. I love that. So, uh, my guess is you've got a story. And I just think I, I would love, I think I think everyone would like to hear, tell me, tell us one story of the impact of Fork Real Cafe. I, I, I know you've got many, so and, and I'm just telling you, we don't we don't have three, eight days. I know, but when one I'm sure one or two come to mind. Would you share one just like, hey, and I, I know by the way, let me preface this. I, you're not bragging about yourself. It's not, but let me ask this. How has God used Fork Real Cafe to um, do something that glorifies God? I, you know, the discussion about putting food and people together. So food comes easy for me, you know, making food and and doing all those things. Um, Fork Real is dependent on volunteers that come in and so forth. So we have people who come through the front door looking for food. And we can build relationships with them. Um, I, God has taught me people coming through the back door mm. are just as important. Mm. So those volunteers and those that we are working with, those are who are actually serving others as mm. well. And it's it's those it, it's some of those times and interactions. And so we're actually working with a young lady right now that God has allowed us to be a part of her life and um things that things that i can't even imagine someone has been through Mm. um just 
that you would never want any of your friends or family members to go through. And just being a part of the cafe and being able to share um, who Christ is through what you're living out and what you're walking out, not um, beating that with the Bible, but but sharing this is what God has done in our lives. This is what God is doing in your lives. This is what God is doing in the surrounding, um, the people that are here. Mm. And so uh, she actually told me, had mentioned, um, she said, hey, did you see me last week at church? Huh. I was like... I did not. And we have brought her to church and the surrounding people that she's surrounded with. She's having some new friends and new um, people to hang out with and build her life. And so it wasn't all about me. Mm. Um, It was having her connected and so forth. Mm. And so we have brought her to church and um, welcomed her in that area. But last week when she said, hey, did you see me? And I was like, I didn't see you. I said I was at four o'clock and she said, Hey, I was at church and we were looking around and mm. there were so many people here I did not ask anyone. <laughs> but I thought it was great. So this so God is working in her life mm. as well and the things that she has gone through. Um, but she has that courageous step on her end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That step of faith of going, I'm going to I'm very inward and I'm going to go to church mm. and see what this God is about mm. and learn more and hear more. And so I was excited because, again, God's like, I don't need you to do this, uh-huh. I'm, but I'm going to use you mm-hmm. if you listen to me. And so I f- find that I see God more when I, om- when I step out of the way. And I'm like, God, this is amazing. I am so thankful and grateful to be able to see what he's doing in different people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now she's she's walking it out and we're walking with her. Um, That's so cool. But just to, to hear her, her um, just comment on how she, her biggest thing is belonging. Like mm. she feels like she belongs mm-hmm. at the cafe. And she does. She is part of our family. And um, that that's huge. So... Mm. Even though I thought it was food, it went beyond that food piece to, yeah. hey, it's it's about, it, it is about people and it's about the people that you're going to walk with, not just feed, but you're walking life out and there's stumbles and yeah. you just, you continue to walk with them. You don't um, pull them down and say, okay, you know, you screwed up here. I can't walk with you anymore. You're still walking with people. And Christ walked with people. Christ mm-hmm. went to the well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that's what he's, I believe he's called each one of us to do. It may look different, um, but are you, are you willing to take that step, mm-hmm. not of risk, but of faith, and see what God can do, not you? So you've heard me preach enough. I'm going to ask you a question that you've at least heard me reference. I ask my kids this. So uh, the Rhonda now, uh, what would you tell Rhonda uh, before she ever heard from God, before Fork Real ever had a name, Fork Real Cafe, before, what would you go back to? You're not old, but go back to the... The old, or or maybe the other Rhonda. What would you tell her? 
It doesn't have to be a whole long list. I'm just curious. What would you say now? He's got this. Mm. Okay. He's got this. Cool. Not you. <laughs> Why? Well, we've got the evidence in Scripture that he does, especially when God says do this. When he, when he, the difference between faith and risk is that God's a part of faith, mm-hmm. which means you might end up being at the, the, on the edge of the cliff mm-hmm. where you might say, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't, I don't know a lot of these details. I don't know how this is going to play out. I don't know how this is going to be sustainable. I don't know how the, all the questions, but he doesn't push you over. There's this, the faith part is that God continues at his own perfect timing to do what God wanted done in the first place. He just chooses to use us. And so uh, I want you to know we're really proud of you. I love being in a community that has Fork Real Cafe. Um, so for those who are in Rapid, around Rapid, or ever want to visit the faces on the stones and decide where's a good place to eat, what are your normal hours, where do they find you, tell us a little bit about the actual business part of it. Like, like okay. how, where do they show up? How do they show up? What do they do? Uh, three. 24, St. Joseph. We are in the backside of the courthouse, or as someone told me, that's actually the front, though you do not enter in that way, which is confusing. That's confusing. Yes. Uh, 324, St. Joseph. Uh, We are open Tuesday through Friday at lunchtime from 11 to 1.30. And so we have volunteers that come in from 9 to 3 and work, and we love to have you at any time, whether you want to come volunteer, whether you want to come cook, uh, whether you just want to come and sit and talk at the table. Or come just and eat. Yes. (laughs) You make great food, and you make a bigger difference. So uh, we're proud of you for walking in faith. It's not easy. It won't. There is no, just so you know, here's your warning. There is no plateau of where you get to the top of the mountain and you live the rest of your life at the top of the mountain. Uh, But if you keep listening to God, you'll keep doing the will of God. And the will of God is that anyone and everyone knows that he loves them. And uh, proud of you. Thanks for uh, giving us time. Thanks for... uh, I guess choosing McDonald's is the best stinking <laughs> breakfast burrito. I really do not want to that Don't, to be known. <laughs> yeah, we kind of want to keep that a secret. Uh, but um, proud of you. Uh, you. We want to champion you. So anyone who wants to go eat at Fork Real Cafe can. If they want to give you a million-dollar check, they can give you a million-dollar check. Uh, but you guys are easy to find, I imagine, on the Internet and in person. Yes. Uh, we love you very much. We love everyone listening. Thanks for tuning in.